In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2 Youth are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 6dhelmets.com for more info. Hey guys, you are listening to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our good friends at 6D Helmets. It is uh, quarantine week six, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about this week. So it's uh, Don Maeda here, joined by Chase Curtis in the office, and remotely I've got Michael Antonovich from his home in Illinois, and uh, our regular co-host Alex Ray, who is back in Tennessee. So how was the uh, how was the travels back there, eh, Ray? Man, it's yeah, it was long. It was long two days for sure. But we, uh, I think I got all of my junk food out of the way, which was good. <laughs> junk, um, junk food like on the as road. As soon as I left, well, yeah, yeah, on the road. Like first place we stopped, Popeyes, and then <laughs> second place we stopped. I've been seeing this commercial on TV. It's a double Big Mac from McDonald's. Oh, God. So we had to try that, and then uh, next day was Chick Fil A, and then by the time we got home, my mom had already took burgers. So we ate some burgers when we got home. It felt like we gained like 30 pounds once we got out of the truck. But, but, uh, but yeah, it was a long trek back. Got a couple of good days of riding in. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be home. That's for sure. Yeah. You, for sent, a little bit. you sent me that video of the, uh, the big, <clears throat> the big spread of home cooked food. It was, it was the big welcome home, wasn't it? Yeah, that. And, you know, it was my dad's birthday yesterday. So we had a bunch of people over and we had barbecue, we had chicken freaking corn casserole coleslaw biscuits freaking oh like, there's a reason it was, there's a reason 314 was your weight back then not just a number <laughs> huh yeah exactly yeah there was a reason was my mom's cooking that's why <laughs> i had to move to california and i didn't want to come back there for a long time so anton is that how it, how it is when you first uh well you're, you're living home now but when you would go home when you're a california resident was it like that just big f- spread of food no, because I have to do all the cooking. Oh, you when do? Other people, yeah, yeah. And then when other people do cooking, they try to slide, like, meat into my food, and it just pisses me off, so I don't I just don't eat their food. Then. Oh, so, yeah, it... anytime, yeah, anytime we come home, I'm always the designated, like, barbecue grill, oh. chef, all that. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I, oh, I, uh, I was driving home from, uh, from the mountain bike trail yesterday, and I was like, man, I really feel like barbecuing because it's Sunday. But, you know, I've got one daughter who's vegetarian, so... I googled best veggies to grill, and dude, I bought a gigantic boatload of vegetables and and had a had a veggie grill fest yesterday, and then threw on three steaks for Megan, Eileen, and I. <laughs> Did you do the grilled avocado? No, I forgot about that. I remember you told me about that too. But I grilled a tomato, onions, uh, asparagus, corn. Ooh, asparagus. Um, did some cauliflower. Yeah, it was good. Mm. Oh, and mm. some squash. But, uh, yeah, it was a good day. So, uh, man, Anton, I guess first, any news on the Supercross front developments? And then also, Avery, have you heard anything? So last week's news of, you know, last week we were like, yeah, Wednesday we'll know. Wednesday came and went. Everybody heard. They pushed it back to this coming Wednesday. But now the talk is Arizona could be out of the question. 
Vegas and Houston now potentially could be back on mm-hmm. should something transpire. But they're really pushing it close now. Uh, May 31st was the intended start date of that whole June program in Arizona, mm-hmm. where you know you push it back another week or even in less time now. Um, and then now with the Nationals pushing back, there really is no thing that they can do. I've heard more details of what they have planned. Uh, from everything that I've been told, mechanics will not be allowed to go to the starting line with riders. I think mm-hmm. we might have even discussed that at one point. Yeah, There would be no mechanics like signal area either. And so there's oh, really no way they're that riders bundled together. Right. So then riders wouldn't have a way to see like what's going on. So Feld had told the teams like, well, just make sure that your guys are super aware of the big jumbotrons that we have everywhere. You know, the big scoring tower in the middle, the TV screens that are at the end zone. Mm-hmm. And racers like A-Ray can attest to this. They do see that step when you do get a second. Yeah, um, Alex, do you really look at the pit board every single lap? No, I don't look at the pit board uh, every single lap at all. But, I mean, I like like Anton was saying, um, I have been aware of the jumbotrons. And, like, I guess, what what's the big circular thing? They did call it, like, the monster, the beast or something. But The beast, yeah. Um, I'm not too. I'm not. Yeah, I don't look at the pit board every lap, but I mean, I do every other lap, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So depends I heard, on what the scenario is, I guess you could say. If it's in the LCQ and I'm trying to figure out what place I'm in, then yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> so you've looked at it uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so what so, else? Um, with all that stuff, I mean, there is some complexities that come with you know no mechanics being able to go to certain places. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing I'd heard was like 40 riders maximum in both classes. Um, media was approved at that point and some other things were too, but then certain other assets were going to be allowed to go. So gear reps, goggle people, stuff like that was kind of undecided. Was mm-hmm. that necessary? Mm-hmm. Could they just ship everything on a consistent basis? Could that be enough? Uh, but now with this thing getting pushed back a week, who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. Vegas, you know, could be on this thing now. Uh, sounds like the mayor of Las Vegas is open to do some things, but then the governor in Nevada, as far as last week, wasn't so apt to do it. Texas is in the same position. Um, the other thing that I had heard, and I haven't heard this directly from anybody within Feld, but this is just a local tip. The state of Missouri has been very uh, forthcoming about wanting to reopen up. Uh, the county of St. Louis, though, controls the stadium and everything else. They want to have concerts in the state of Missouri. They're right. already saying that we could go do that. But Live Nation and all the concert promoters in the United States have already canceled all their tours for the year and probably have already collected in on that insurance money. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're going to reopen just to have one state. But then that brings in one more venue into a possible, hey, you could do something there. Mm. Wow. I heard so, that there, the bars were opening up next week in St. Louis. Yeah, if anybody would know, it would be my brother, and he hasn't said anything about that yet, so <laughs> we'll find out. Kyle said that if it's a Supercross in St. Louis, he'll organize the after party, so oh, there you we go. have that going for us. Yeah. Man, I bet you um, got your fingers crossed that it happens out there, huh? Yeah, right? If it happened like that, that would be almost like two Truman Show, like perfectly scripted, that I'd be like very worried that something, like, it'd be almost like two on the nose perfect. Mm-hmm. So we'll see from there. Um, but then, yeah, then... With no announcement of Supercross last week, on Wednesday, we got the news the Nationals will start in July. Uh, I see a lot of people thinking that that's going to be this big blowout 4th of July thing at Redbud, but 
I don't see that happening at Redbud. I don't think MX Sports does either because I've heard that Ironman will likely be the opening round and not Redbud. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I heard High Point, but who knows? It changes every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that yeah, uh, I, I would think that the very real possibility of the Supercrossing happening has to be kind of true because everyone is riding Supercross again, right? right? See, and I've heard that. And it seems like it's a go, but then I've been on the phone with a lot of dudes today, and all of them are like, yeah, we have no idea. I mean, if we're going to get an announcement in two days, we have no indication one way or another. Mm-hmm. And a lot of teams have spent a lot of money to get guys back into the routine, you know, yeah. redoing bikes, getting cars, putting mechanics back on payroll. So if this thing doesn't take off, that's a lot of money that's been spent for mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, yeah, because I know as far as out here in California, the – three moto concepts honda guys are all out and they're riding right. and uh the star guys are back at it and the Cowie guys the pro circuit guys are at it again ac's here today mcadoo hasn't stopped mcadoo's been riding four days a week yeah. for the past two months. <laughs> yeah. That's true. like literally he's been pounding 30s he's been pounding 20s on the supercross track he's been riding his bike he has not changed he hadn't skipped a beat <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be ready man so uh, yeah i know um What's your what's your plan, Ari? Are you, are you just waiting to hear the Supercross announcement before you haul ass back home to California? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm out here in Tennessee, riding the tracks. You know, visiting with family. You know, still doing my program. Um, you know, just sort of going with the flow of things. Um, but uh, I mean, I heard Supercross wasn't even happening. So I mean, who knows? I mean, everyone hears something different, something different every day. So I'm just, hey, if it happens, it happens. If not, if not, I'm going to be in Tennessee riding my dirt bike. And, uh, you know, if it does happen, hey, we'll head back to California and get back to work. I mean, that's not too big of an issue. I mean, I rode Supercross the other day with you um, on 250. I mean, didn't seem too bad. But, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it, it, I mean, it takes a few days to get back into the groove of things. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I have a, I have somewhat of a supercross track here. I, will, I had a nice supercross track, and then my dad and his buddies filled in all the triple freaking jumps and made them all tabletop <laughs> so they could ride it. So it's a so, that stadium track. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I can, you know, I can make do with what I got. I mean, it's it's not nothing too crazy. It's just riding a dirt bike, so. Yeah. So is your... Hey, Ray, uh, you've heard... Go ahead, Sorry, Dan, go ahead. Okay. Hey, Ray, you heard, too, that this thing might be canceled outright, because I heard the same thing Friday, but I hadn't had, like, concrete proof. Yeah, I heard it was canceled outright. Yeah. yeah. I had heard that the AMA had been talking to certain people, and they're like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so if, if Supercross is canceled from this point on, are champions crowned? And how does this affect bonuses and you know all that stuff because like there has to be loopholes in contracts like you know uh championship has to be won by so many races etc mm-hmm. and then how about all the insurance policies that are taken out against riders mm-hmm. by the factories so you know covers their bonuses and then you have all the factor about the guys moving up pointing out a 2 class yeah it's a lot hmm. man that's crazy i have no idea um i know if it ends right now i'm gonna lose a lot of money yeah. And I might have to stay in Tennessee Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you know, I can't afford the freaking California living if you know, if uh you know, if if the series ends right now and we can't freaking get paid, that's that's gonna suck. 
Yeah. If they end Supercross, what makes them think that they can start up a new series in a month or so? Um, I think just time. Just mm-hmm. a time within a month. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. And, like, not to play Debbie Downer because I see a lot of people online that tell me that, like, I'm a pessimist and all this stuff. But, like, there's actual <laughs> government reports that are coming out. They're thinking the month of June we're going to see, like, 3,000 people dead every day in the month of June. And that's an actual, like, official government release that came out this mm-hmm. afternoon. And it's like, yeah, dude, who knows? Like, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so we get, like, some positive news in one regard. And then we get some, a lot of negative news in another regard. So I really don't know. I think the other thing is, too, um, if you look at what NASCAR is doing right now, there's going to be a race in the next few weeks in Darlington and Charlotte. A lot of questions have come up about that. The thing that NASCAR is able to do that we're not able to do in Supercross is NASCAR, as a corporation, owns the Darlington track. They bought a big group of tracks a couple years ago. uh, In October of 2019, the wholesale finalized. So they own the property that they're going to be competing on. So that's one thing to protect them. The other thing is Darlington's like two hours away from everybody's headquarters in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to have hotel rooms and all this travel and all this stuff out there that we would have to do. If this potential of Supercross happening could be in like Qualcomm or anywhere in California, you know, San Diego, Anaheim, wherever, and nobody would have to travel I'm sure that there would be no concerns right now and Feld could do something similar to what NASCAR is doing. Everybody could go home. There's no need for hotels, none of that stuff. But California being in the position that it's in, they're not going to allow any of those stadiums to get opened up for any any reason. Um, the other thing that goes with that too is MX Sports does own or they control a lot of the property that they'll be able to go to. So if they can go to some states that are a little bit more lenient, Florida, West Virginia, Indiana, wherever, they, they have a lot more leeway than Supercross in a stadium that's owned by the state does. Now, would the and Nationals have uh, no spectators, or would there be spectators? That's undetermined. Yeah. So how about this race, that went, this race that went down in Oklahoma this weekend? <laughs> it, was this the outlaw race? You know, there's, I think I read that there was 400 entries. Yeah. Um, so with that thing, Oklahoma's been cool. Uh, they haven't really had anything too gnarly it doesn't sound like they're trying to go that intense on restrictions or anything like that and probably the same thing as what california is you know my friend jeff crutcher that went to the race for us it's like yeah, everybody just you know you just kind of keep to yourself and, and it is what it is you know mm-hmm. you could go to each other's pits which you can't really or you're not encouraged to do in california but little stuff like that is popping up so a ray to your benefit I know you're in Tennessee right now. You need to put uh, May 16th and 17th on your radar and get to Iowa for Justin Brayton's shootout up in uh, Riverside Speedway in, I got to look up the name of the town. It's just outside of Des Moines. Okay, let's go. It's like a, it's a huge purse payout. Uh, quite a few guys are going to go to this. I think that those outlaw little big money races, the PIRs, stuff like that this year, that's where a guy like you is going to be able to make up some of the some money, money you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, hey, guys, let's uh, let's take a quick break here from our sponsors. We'll be back for more Monday Kickstart podcast by 60 Helmets. Hey, guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. 
visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Gohan, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California, and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by 60 Helmets. Um, so, guys, what have you heard about MX Fight Club? Ooh. I'm hearing a lot of good things. <laughs> I've, I've just been hearing some crap talk. That's yeah. about all I've heard. Dude, how good was Michael Essie's video where he's like, yo, I'm the king of whole shots, so I drink the king of beers. Unlike that, that weenie Coors Light that RV drinks. <laughs> I thought that was pretty yeah, good. That was pretty good. That was a good one. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, man was so we got ten guys. There's Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer, um, Jeff Stanton, Damon Bradshaw, Ryan Sipes, Kevin Windham, Travis Pastrana, Michael Lessie. Awesome. Jeff Stanton and Ivan Tedesco, ten guys. It's uh, it's going to be like Red Bull Straight Rhythm in a sense, like one-on-one tournament style. It's going to be a motocross track. Uh, RV says it's going to be an easier motocross track, so it doesn't really separate everyone so much. Oh, mm. I forgot Brock Glover as well, mm. the Golden Boy. What was his name? Carl. Carl on the Winter State Hall. But uh. But yeah, it's going to be like a pay-per-view uh, motocross race on Tuesday, May 12th. You uh, download the Fight, F-I-T-E, Fight TV app on your phone and, you know, buy the race that way. It's like 20 bucks, 1999. It's not and, bad. Uh, yeah, motorsports racing coming back to uh, live broadcasting. I don't know. Good. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I am too. But uh, what do you guys think about that? 
Like there's, they're not disclosing the track because they don't want people to show up. Um, but it's outdoors, right? Yeah, it's an outdoor track. Hmm. When when RV was there, I was like, "What about the facility?" And he's like, "Oh, it's going to be kind of like Star West or State Fair, you know." That. And I'm thinking, "Is it at Star West?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, it's somewhere. It's somewhere I know he's going to be driving in his uh, Sprinter van with bikes for two days. So. Ooh, and he and RV drives like 110 in his Sprinter. Yeah, so, so it's probably three days. What are the odds <laughs> they do it at Kadev's place? I don't Ooh. know. Yeah, that would be good. Huh? Yeah, that would be good. That would be. Kadev's got everything over there, too. So, man, I cannot wait to see Damon Bradshaw geared up and on the line. That's going to be badass. Mm -hmm. He has freaking anger rolling through his veins. If anyone's in front of him, he will just mow them over. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny. He's a savage. I don't hear too much about Jeff Stanton riding a bunch anymore. I don't know. Just as pit bike race. Hmm. Yeah. You have any insight about yeah. that, Anton? No, I don't. Stan's up north, but I don't really know a lot about like what he does. I just know he has that farm. Like yeah. that's the only thing I see six time do. Uh, the Glover one is the one that I'm most like surprised about and most interested in, just because Brock really doesn't ride that much. I don't. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Well, he you know, well, and he, and he when he came on the show, he said he had there. a he said he has a YZ450, and he still rides a bit. But I don't. know. Isn't Brock like sixty? I was going to say. Yeah, Brock has to be the oldest guy. Yeah. Hmm. Bradshaw rips. Yeah. yeah. Anton, you remember that fly camp? And he was mm-hmm. just. Oh, was yeah. Was he there? Dude, he was, was he just on a, annihilating. Okay, the year before when I went, he was riding a gas gas enduro yeah. bike. Was I that think, what he was on when you were there? Yeah, he was on some yeah. two-stroke 300 or something. Just yeah. crushing it. Still looks like <laughs> yeah, Bradshaw, though, riding. Huh? Oh, yeah. Way oh, over yeah. the front. <laughs> Rebel flag on the helmet, all of it. He, uh. We came to a, like a water crossing and somebody got stuck in it. Like they just kind of were going slow and Bradshaw was behind them and came around and saw like a log or something next to it and then jumped into the water and just doused the guy <laughs> and was laughing like a lunatic the whole time. Like Bradshaw <laughs> is gnarly. I can't wait. He's supposed to come to this Justin Brayton thing too. Really? Oh, man. So, yeah, he's on the road. Yeah, RV hmm. says he's on a YZ450 now. So yeah, oh, yeah. that was a deal. Legit motorbike. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> if it rains, yeah, so it'll be interesting. it's Pastrana. Yeah. Pastrana so, Swap, did you ride? Did you, I've seen where Paula's back open. Did you ride the new layout? No, bro. You know why? Why not? Because Paula why? jumps are big, dude. <laughs> and and yeah. if, Paula, if Fox Raceway opens back up, every fast guy and every pro is going to be out there. And there ain't no need for slow ass old Don out there getting in the way and jumped on. <laughs> and then the vet track, like, I, I won't ride vet tracks because I still have enough pride that I won't. Go to vet track. Plus, when I was warming up on the vet track at Fox Raceway, you know what happened there? <laughs> Just freaking yeah. KO'd, KO'd, in that in that new uh, new helmet. But uh, no, I didn't go there. But I did go to Kawea on Saturday, and it was money. It was so fun. I think uh, I really needed it because I was just like, on the way home, I just kept saying dirt bikes. Yeah, dirt bikes because they're so such a good time. I have a friend that hates Elsinore, and I can't believe it. But he texted me yesterday and said Mm -hmm. that he had the most fun he's had in a long time there. Really, he went to the grand opening of Lake Elsinore Mm -hmm. Motocross Park. Yeah, he said it was awesome. Did he say the dirt is the same? And he said it's kind of the same, but he thinks that 
it was good. He thinks it was good because it had sat for so long, and they just broke it up again, so huh. something new. But it's pretty much the same layout before they closed last time. Yeah, like they just ninth gear everything. straightaways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hey, Ray, did you do the National at Elsinore? No, thank God. Dude, I, all <laughs> I remember was it was like 115 degrees and there was flies. Oh, yeah, flies. Like, I felt oh like, I felt like that a was like... Ethiopian kid in a Sally Struthers commercial. <laughs> do you remember when that windstorm blew through and all those EZFs went flying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had one of our, uh, we had a Transworld motocross race at Elsinore and it was... Miserable. It was memorable. Mm. <laughs> Because <laughs> I had a few photos that day, and that was torture. Yeah. So, hey, Ray, uh, uh, Sunday at uh, Kawea Creek, I saw your uh, roommate, Kenny Bell. How was he riding? He, he sent me a picture of him whipping it and pointing at the camera. Right? I saw that picture. I, di- I didn't see those. I didn't see that level of uh, skill or, or, you know, speed. Uh-oh. You saying there was there. a fill-in, hey, possibly? Hey, but, but – like he has flashes of brilliance. I yeah, think, you know what? He gets in the air. There was a nose. There was a uh, there was a three lap memorial ride on the vet track for the late great Marty Smith. Right, so everyone was asked to circulate the vet track slowly in honor of Marty's memory. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so I was filming the thing, and everyone was going so slow, like I couldn't film more than one lap. Right, but as they yeah. came around right in front of me, there was a tabletop. Oh, Kenny Taco Bell rode up the front of the tabletop and did a nose wheelie, stop you across oh, the really? top. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it looked, uh, looked kind of like a circus bear riding a bicycle, but it was awesome. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's funny. But, uh, hey, Ray, uh, did, he ever, did he ever discuss teaching you how to backflip, A. Eh, Ray? No, he said it's easy, though. He said all you got to do is lean back. <laughs> Yeah, he said, "Dude, dude, flipping's easy." He's like, "It's easier than hitting a rut." He's like, "All you gotta do is lean back." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, mm. it's it's must be easier than uh, riding a mountain uh, e mountain bike up a single track. Though. Oh gosh, I saw his poison yeah, oak. He's covered, dude. Yeah, he was bad. He was very very bad for the whole week. Yeah, he was. He quarantined himself pretty heavy. He's yeah. like, dude, I'm not going outside with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to pull up his jerseys and show me how bad he had it. He says he's not that mad at me anymore for bringing him on that ride. That's good. But um, I don't know, man. It's like, uh, I mean, we're what, five, five, six weeks into this quarantine, and I'm just so over it. And I think yeah. so many people are, and it's like it doesn't feel – like it did in the first week where we're all oh, oh, taking it real serious, you know? Like, Hey, what about that big protest in Huntington? That was crazy. Oh, about the beaches being closed. Yeah, I have a friend who oh, said he man. couldn't leave his house. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, the motocross tracks in California all open. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, initially there was a 75-person rule. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no lists anymore, no restrictions. I want to say at Kauia... There was 150, 200 people on a Saturday. Oh, wow. um, all yeah. the uh, all the state park trailheads that were closed for parking, so that you know you couldn't ride mountain bikes or hike there. Yeah, they're, they're all opened, opened up, up again. Yeah, golf courses. Uh, golf courses are open, so I think people are easing up. But uh, I don't know. I mean, that, every day I go to the store, I see less and less masks. Like yesterday, I went to Target and 
Like half the people were wearing masks. Really? It's not required anymore. It's weird. It's not required? No. They weren't kicking anyone out. Oh. So, strange. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still been wearing a mask when I go places just because I don't mm. get yelled at. But, yeah. you know, I'm not too concerned about all this. Yeah. The, 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 high risk. The, more, <laughs> the most disappointing thing, though, is that the way certain media outlets like YouTube Facebook are censoring oh, yeah. anything anti-CDC gets pulled down. So I don't know. I don't know if the podcast servers are like that too. So I'm not going to stop right here. <laughs> Plus, I don't. Want the, I don't want the wrath of Anton. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just now. Like, I mean, typical. You know, we get what the coast gets. You know, fashion, music, all that stuff. Haircuts is like six months, eight months, two years delayed. Mm-hmm. So we're just now getting into our. You have to wear a mask thing mm-hmm. everywhere here. And how that is catching on is uh, is interesting to watch because some people are doing it and some people aren't. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we I I never wore a mask up until Friday when I had to. Did so. you just wear a scarf higher up on your face? Oh my god! Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking through them. <laughs> I gotta get the thinner ones. I gotta get the summer scarfs out. Yeah. 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 yeah it's awesome. So Ray, does uh does, can you talk about how's your GTE force? Pedal assist bike in his possession, I hear. Yes, he does. And I, I gave him the go-ahead to ride it, you know, just for his own good. He needs to he needs to keep grinding and, and keep plugging away at his fitness. So yeah. I, I left it there for him, you know, to, to get better. You know, it's all good. How, how I got th- my GT here. How do you think he will do a jumping a mountain bike? Um, I think it will take him a little bit. But once he gets the hang of it, I think he'll he'll be fine. It just it might take him a minute, but dude, I feel like once he's in the air, it's freaking he might backflip. He's like the flying Hawaiian. He yeah, might he might backflip. backflip. He might freaking do it. No footed can freaking kiss a death. Who knows what he could do on that? Yeah, thing. Uh, I'm gonna have to get him out to Holder because you know I sent you that video yesterday. I've completed the jump line at Holocrux. Not bad for a 50 year old man, right? I know, man. That's. That's pretty awesome. I bet that, that jump line is so freaking fun. Once you, know, you get all of the jumps. You know, oh, you know, my crazy buddy Fernando, you know, he has that bell, the locking bell, but every time he cases something it goes ding. Yeah. He uh he sent me a GoPro where he's following me yesterday. Uh he's like, put this in your vlog. I'm like, okay. So he's following me, and we hit the first big double and he clears it and he lands and it's silent and you hear him go, Ha no ding. <laughs> <laughs> but then like three other still, three other jumps you hear ding <laughs> oh man does he still wear does he wear his full face there he was still? wearing a full face yesterday because he said he was going to send it it was send it sunday oh, oh heck yeah <laughs> dude he gets no he has his sin level is so high it's awesome it is Don, have... is that that big drop in that you did with rv uh no hell no i didn't do that one yet <laughs> the one that rv oh. uh rv put on his instagram that looks Dude, scary that yeah. does not look fun yeah no like i i want to say chase and i did stuff that big in whistler yeah that drop we did wasn't i bet that was bigger the drop yeah. we did in whistler but but you know different in whistler than in the hills of laguna oh yeah i don't know when it's when it's a park and it's man-made you know there's medics just a phone call away. Yeah, it's a little different. In that case, there's just a rattlesnake waiting for you to. Eat yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to, uh, I have to call Bob, huh? What do you think, Ray? Call Bob and get uh, Fernando a 6D mountain bike helmet because he's gonna hit his head really big one day. 
Yeah, I think so. He's going to need all the help he can get with that <laughs> noggin. He, dude, he sends it. He sends it so hard. Golly. Okay, He's so, been getting better on the wheelies, I think, though. No, no, no. Definitely <laughs> not. I can't all wait right. to edit my vlog today. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in conclusion, Anton, we're supposed to hear something, what, tomorrow? Or is it Wednesday regarding uh, not, Supercross? Yeah. Sounds like Wednesday they have to make a final decision. I would think that uh, MX Sports releases the pro motocross schedule at some time in these next few days. Mm -hmm. um, MXGP is going to be in the same position because they've already pushed everything back to July. But then depending on how all that stuff goes, everything's just kind of on on hold right now. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's going to get interesting, too, in these next few weeks because now we're even starting to hear, like, you know, fly racing. We always do summer camp. Like Chase mentioned, well, that's off for this year. So I think that even bike intros and gear intros and stuff like that will be altered yeah. too. Like this whole year, we're just starting to kind of see how different this is going to be going forward. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. but the good thing, the one good thing that I've heard from everybody, and I think you guys can all attest to this too, uh, the local dealerships are killing it. Uh, I just got off the phone with a couple of guys that have said they've sold more in the last two months than they've sold in years. And I know that that's not every brand in the industry is doing great right now. Some of the bigger ones have taken a big hit, but the people in your local area are doing really, really well. You yeah. know, shops here, shops on the East coast, shops out West, more bikes than ever are getting bought. More parts are getting bought. Like it's, there are some silver linings to some of this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, even my dad at the pawn shop, I mean, he's, he said he's had his best month he's ever had or, had in at least 20 years oh wow um all gun yeah, sales yeah gun sales <laughs> i mean he's, he's he's just been making sales just everything just boom 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 i mean he's a pawn shop so he said not a lot of people have been pawning anything they've just been coming in and buying stuff oh that's good i see and that's like a total opposite to what everybody expected like, right i didn't think it would be that way i thought no. it was going to be everybody was getting rid of everything like this mm -hmm. gold chain i have one i was like oh shit I want to see what happens. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, man. Well, hey, A-Ray, how far are you from Bentonville, Arkansas? Uh, Bentonville. I have absolutely no idea. But I would say, how far is that from Little Rock? I have to look. But I think when all this stuff gets all over with, the, the group of us need to come together down there because uh, a lot of mountain biking stuff going on down there, too. So maybe that's how we... How far I'm are you out of this? There? Things like six hours. I'm seven hours. Okay, because uh, that's where the Walmart. Six and a half. Sorry. Six yeah, and a half. So I think it's about even for both of us. And Don, you have to fly to chase you too. But Walmart um, put a bunch of money into the parks down there, so there's a ton of mountain biking trails where stuff is. I think that would be a good little getaway for all of us at some point too. Hmm. I've been hearing a lot about it lately. Don, uh, you should have Anton come over here and, and take pictures of me. Yeah, Anton. <laughs> did you see the video uh, footage he put up of his track? It looks amazing. He sent me photos of his track, and it looks awesome. So as soon as I get my stuff figured out, yeah, I'll be there, A-Ray. Yeah, that'd yeah, be awesome. A-Ray says he's got bike free there, too. Okay. Um, if you want to do that, uh, if you want to do that Brayton thing, figure it out, because it's six hours from me, so I'm sure it's a couple, it's probably like 11 hours for you. Yeah, um, I've been to Des Moines. It's a fucking hike. Yeah, it's a high, it's a hike up there. That's for sure. But and you've uh, done yeah. you've done your road warrior stuff. But there's a bunch of tracks in St. Louis that are coming around too, so we can make a little trip out of it if you needed to. Okay, yeah, me and Bubble Polly, I might call him, freaking link something up. Yeah. All right, guys. Heck yeah, we're gonna wrap it up here for uh, this week's Monday Kickstart presented by 
60 helmets, but uh, we will uh, talk at you next week. Thanks for listening. In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2U are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 6dhelmets.com for more info.